This is Subnet from Relay FM. My name is Jason Snell, and these are three stories about Facebook you need to know. Look, folks, there's really only one story today, and it's the fallout from the New York Times feature story about Facebook that I told you about yesterday. In the story, the Times said that Facebook senior management tried to obfuscate Russian attempts to influence the 2016 election, hired an opposition research firm to discredit people protesting against Facebook by accusing them of being linked to George Soros, got a Jewish civil rights group to accuse Facebook critics of anti-Semitism, and that Tim Cook's criticism of Facebook led to a ban on iPhone use in Facebook's leadership team. Today, Facebook posted a response claiming the stories about Russian activity weren't true, that they really do care about the fight against false information on Facebook, and that they really only encourage Android use because Android is just, like, so popular. Most notably, though, Facebook claimed that the opposition research group Definers was never asked to spread misinformation and that the company's relationship was well known by the media because Definers had invited members of the media to Facebook events. On the other hand, Facebook said they couldn't say for sure if Mark Zuckerberg and Sheryl Sandberg were aware of Definers' involvement. Maybe they didn't get an invitation. The company also said that while Definers was a Facebook client and had posted numerous items that were pro-Facebook and anti-Facebook's competitors, it didn't actually pay Definers to post those stories. In any event, Facebook said Thursday it had ended its relationship with Definers without citing a reason. A Definers official said he was upset about being accused of anti-Semitism for using George Soros as a boogeyman, despite the well-known use of Soros as just that by anti-Semitic right-wing groups. Facebook's board put out a statement defending Zuckerberg and Sandberg, though in doing so, they did point out that the board had pushed them both to move faster in attempting to deal with Russian interference. Facebook's top lawyer, Colin Stretch, said he's no longer planning to leave the company, as he had announced back in July, due to the number of legal and political crises currently facing Facebook. Also on Thursday, Mark Zuckerberg posted an item on Facebook about finding a way to find a blueprint for the future of content moderation on the service. Zuckerberg admitted that users prefer polarized content and suggested he will create an independent oversight body to handle appeals for content removals. In other words, a Facebook Supreme Court. In any event, it was another bad day and a bad week for what has turned into a couple of bad years for Facebook. As I reported yesterday, apparently morale within Facebook is at an all-time low. Politicians from both major U.S. political parties are acting increasingly adversarial toward the company, and it's hard not to imagine that there won't be fallout among Facebook's user base. As Casey Newton of The Verge wrote, It's the sort of scandal that has led friends from high school and college to text me asking what's going on. Three of them in recent days have either deleted or deactivated their Facebook accounts. After two years of final straws, the events of this week have offered them another. For additional coverage of these stories and many more, search for Relay FM in your podcast player of choice, and you can hear me on the Liftoff podcast here on Relay FM.